I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. So seven became six, Hugh. Seven couples became six couples. We had homestays, a commitment ceremony, final dates, and then a final dinner party. Let's go back to Roz and Thomas. Roz and Thomas left the process and you called it correctly. You used the word spooked. Yeah, I called it straight away. Yeah. But like, you know, I don't know. I just think, thought it was really cruel when then she finally admitted, you know, I was taken aback when Morik started talking about babies. And then I was thinking, right, I don't want babies. And then she went home and saw her, her goddaughter mm. and she realised, oh, I do want babies. I just don't want them with Thomas. We should have picked up on that, though. Oh, how could we pick up on that? We're not psychic. No, we should have seen the contrast between her reaction to the baby's thing with Morag, and yet she was all over her sister's baby, and she ignored Thomas. Come on. She did, but in fairness, if you haven't seen, like, it's a new baby, practically. She hasn't seen a new baby in six weeks. Of course she's going to be all over it. But would you not kind of be involved in this person who she's meant to love and all that, you know? Even at that, I still didn't think it was so unusual. Um, mm. She was caught up in what was happening at home. But, you know, what What did give me kind of warning signs and, and, and rang war- warning bells was the fact that she kept going on like, I'm so busy. I have so much going on in my life. I have so many friends. Yeah. Like, this is the halfway house. People are always coming and going. I don't know if, I'll time, if I have time for a relationship. She was just coming up with any old excuse. The usual yeah. old thing. She should have thought of that six weeks ago before she took... Tom for a ride. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's always nice to make a little look back at what we gave them. Originally, we were giving them six each at that stage. We still thought they had a chance, a good oh, chance. I really did think they had a yeah. chance. I'm actually devastated because I thought they were probably the only real couple in the whole experiment. In horse racing terms, it was the lead horse was leading all the way and then suddenly just fell. Yeah, I, I, I'm devastated uh, for Thomas. Especially. Second last hurdle or so. I know Roz was upset and, I, I you know, she was upset at the realisation that it wasn't going to work. But Thomas really put everything into it. He did. You know, did. Like, and I really do hope he finds love and happiness because he's a nice, he's genuinely totally. a nice totally. guy. He's the kind of guy that you want your best friend or your sister to be with. <laughs> just not you, is it? Well, no, I wouldn't say no, Thomas. I know, and quite a few of my female work colleagues say the exact same thing and friends say the exact same thing. So good luck to them both. I think they were very, very honest in the process. I don't think they had any hidden agendas uh, throughout the show. Uh, and, you know, that can't exactly be said by a lot of people out there. Yeah, I agree. And I'm looking forward to seeing them on the reunion. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they moved on. Now, JJ and Ella. Well, where do we start with them? I think we have to start with the final date. They went on that boat on that yacht for the final date <laughs> and I've never seen two creatures looking so cold in my entire life of course Ella rocks up with practically nothing on her well I'm not too sure if she looks so cold I think she's used to wearing practically no clothes poor JJ though it was hard to tell with JJ whether he was just freezing cold or he was just so goddamn awkward with her it was awkward wasn't it I think it was a bit of both and I think it was a bit, a little bit nervous as well um, yeah. it, it was just it, it, was, it was it was a car crash well, they it, got the worst date for a start. It was horrible. I mean, they got to sit up on top of a boat in the freezing cold and the boat never went anywhere. I thought it was going to go out onto the, whatever, like the sea or wherever boats go, like into the river or whatever they were in. If it went up onto the harbour, you'd have a problem. 
<laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, it looked all the it looked all the go. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, and then just sitting there, and the, the people walking behind them then were blanked out. Well, yeah, they had to actually use a technique, you know, of shallow focus to co- just sort of concentrate on them and not the background. It was just appalling when you compare it to the quality of the Australian final dates. But it was pretty they went sh- out on their boats. Shit, they actually did go out. You get the drone and you get the footage and you get the beautiful music. Music and it's just tremendous in Australia. Not in Britain, though. Yeah, I know. It was a bit of a disappointment, a <laughs> bit of a damn squid. Just like those two, really. Yeah. And he was going on again about her drinking. I think at one stage he said, are we going to have Prosecco or no Secco? Yeah. And she said something like, well, it is our final day. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did cop that, that there was two bottles. I thought it was interesting. And I was thinking, well, they're giving them a fair old bit of drink if they're giving them a bottle each. But no, they gave them a choice. She didn't. Uh, she didn't buy it. Look, it was there at the commitment ceremony as well. He brought up about the abuse that she gave him. She gave him abuse, apparently. Uh, she gave him abuse that he wasn't as good looking as her ex. And she gets out the violin and says, well, I couldn't help but look at the girl that he was with before. And I think she was absolutely stunning. She's obviously a lot more beautiful than me. And what did the Paul fella say? Did he call her out about her problem drinking and, you know, it affecting her relationship? No. He tells Jay to affirm her and tell her how gorgeous she is and how she fantabulous she is every single day. I thought it was a bit scary when she arrived at a dinner party with dark hair. Yeah. You know, it's very female, wasn't it? It was just a bit scary. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She's, she's doing everything she can to please him. All she has to do is stop abusing him when she's drunk. That's all she has to do. She doesn't have to change her appearance. He likes her appearance. But hold on, Linda. Just reverse the genders, right? Appropriately enough for Ella, right? Reverse the genders. Imagine a female coming on the show and saying he comes home drunk and he starts abusing me. Do you think the experts would say, well, you don't give him enough praise. That's why he drinks and abuses you when he comes home. Yeah, true story. No, it's I'm glad fault. you highlighted that because that is absolutely important to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. come on. Yeah, I completely agree because domestic abuse goes both ways. Absolutely. So, Paul, you're a disgrace once again. Once again, absolutely. And then at the dinner party. So they're sitting there at the dinner party. Mm. It was just it, the awkwardness between the pair of them. They sure. weren't even looking at each other. It was just horrific. They weren't looking at each other. They weren't talking, barely communicating at all. And then the honesty box rocks around and she asked him, what can I do to be a better partner Partner to you? Yeah. And yet he brings it up again about being disrespectful with the alcohol and, you know, please stop abusing me when you have a few drinks. Now, if it hasn't happened since, she could have said, look, that's all in the past. But she never said that. Or look at I'm I you know that I'm trying and I'm I'm really going to give this my all and I wanted to make it work and all but no nothing like that so no. it kind of makes you you think that it might have happened again no uh, no to me that relationship is going down the pan fast yeah it's dead in the water or when he asked her what can I do to be a better partner to you hmm. be more open yeah. like I think he's been very open in in his wants and needs in terms of you know. <sighs> The, the drinking and, and the abuse and all of that kind of stuff. He's still kind of a closed book, but I just I, think that's the kind of person he is. Yeah, I just don't think he's affectionate. I don't think he's tactile. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely think um, he is kind of just a bit of a closed book, but that's that's not because of, of, of Ella. Mm. He was exactly the same with Bianca. Yeah. There was just nothing there. There was just kind of no emotion. He doesn't like sharing at all. You wonder how real his feelings are. Now, he said the words, but I'm not sure if they were real. But he says the words all the time. Mm. You know, like Paul is 
telling him to say the words all the time. So, and he does kind of make an effort to say, look, you know, I fancy, you know, I think you're gorgeous. You know, I just want you to be you and I like you for you and blah, 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 blah. And of course, she's saying, well, you're just amazing. Don't change anything. Well, you never said those words to Bianca. Well, I think what, what, what Ella meant to say was, jump into bed with me. That'll make me. Oh, look. Yeah. Let's, let's cut to the chase. Yeah. Absolutely. Before uh, you gave them three, I gave them five. Oh, God, I think we're going to be rounded those figures down a little, Linda. From your three, where are you going? I'm going to two. Yeah, I'm going to join you with uh, two for me. I just can't see this being a yes from them both at final bows. No, can't see it happening. We're agreeing on our score uh, with them. We agreed on our score before with Tasha and Paul, but let's have a chat about them. Um, their final date was the cinema. And I'm not terribly sure whether it was just Tasha telling Paul how much she liked him or whether they got the montage of their previous uh, high points to the experiment that we got. I'm not too sure. Yeah, because we discussed that at the time and you said, oh, I thought the montage was lovely. And I went, mm. how do you know they actually saw the montage? Indeed. Maybe he just saw Tasha kind of with her, her monologue. Yeah. And, you know, and, and they didn't see the, mo- the montage part put in. Mm, on reflection, that might have been the worst final date of the whole there lot. There you go. There you go. I mean, boy, did her face fill that screen. <laughs> <laughs> it did and she, I mean, there was no smiles or anything like that talk about hang on talking about her face filling the screens what about her hoops oh god at the commitment the size ceremony size of those my hoops my god like I know the bigger the hoop the bigger the hoe oh, well one was off to one side and one was off the other I like they were the size of her face you could, at one stage she was hiding behind them you could receive digital TV with those <laughs> It's something, yeah. It really could. Oh my God, they were shocking, weren't they? Yeah. But meanwhile, back to the final date. They got one glass of Prosecco each and a little bit of popcorn. And their video montage. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, but she did look well. I thought I thought she looked really well. I thought that it was a very revealing outfit she had on her, but I thought it was dead sexy. Which at the final date? Yeah, the final date. I, th- yeah. I thought she looked Natasha. quite classy, actually, for her. Oh, no, I thought it was quite sexy. I thought it was a bit risque. All right. Okay. But um, no, she looked really well. She looked okay. really well. The dinner party, she uh, snapped quite loudly at Arthur. But then again, nobody was too happy with Arthur. But we'll get to that um, near the end of the show. Mm. She's very loud, isn't she? She and is. accent. But she had a point. Arthur did steal her thunder. She was just about to explain, you know, her love for her husband and the old Arthur fella bails in. So I kind of, I let her away with snapping. Uh, do you know, I disagree. I think there's nothing going to stop her from having her say. I think mm. she's well in there. Her, 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 her voice is loud and it's annoying and she's well able to put her oar in mm. and in, in fairness to Arthur and I know we're going to talk about this later on but he, he just said oh everybody's taking so serious that's all he said he didn't say anything derogatory he didn't say oh shut up we're sick of listening to you or oh come on get it over with or anything like that mm. you know still rude. he made a comment okay still rude okay where are we going with that um, we said four and four last time we did I am saying I'm going to revise it upwards I have to you I have mean, to now yeah, we're in the final hurdle yeah I think so I'm definitely going to say nine with those two hey, yeah that's dramatic it's more double <laughs> that's, that's a fair old rise uh, yeah I, I'd, I'd be something similar I was uh, I had seven in my head no eight so we'll say nine and eight then. Yeah, yeah so they're definitely going to go all the yeah, way yeah I think you know if they can't say yes who the hell can I know if they're not going to say yes next week I'd swear to God I'll eat my hat yeah Erica and Jordan they had a good week they went to the fairground on the on the final date and they they looked to be enjoying themselves they had a laugh they had I think a suitable date a suitable date for them and a suitable date for the British weather 
Yeah, Jordan had no coat on, but apart from that... Did he not? No, okay. he had no coat on. He had kind of a pink sweater and he had no coat on. Oh, that's right. So he did look quite cold. A Lyle and Scott sweater. I remember that now. Was it now? All right, yeah. okay. And they, they just they seemed to have fun. They were laughing and, you know, they made the most of it. Yeah. Um, and they were very united at the dinner party. They were very coordinated. I thought they looked so well when they walked in, mm. kind of in their white cream accents. Yeah, they, they look lovely. They're up in their game. Jordan fella is up in his game a little bit. He's still young. He still has a lot to learn. But you know something? He's getting something from the process. He's in some ways. I know he annoys other people when he asks questions and things. But he's thinking about all this. He's that's the kind of a guy he is. He's quite a deep thinker. Oh, he's a very deep thinker. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And he is kind of you know apprehensive about what's going to happen after the show, and mm. he wants to be with Erica. He doesn't want to kind of go home and have his own life. He does want to be with her. He had to face a bit of difficulty, though, when the question was asked, am I the man for you in the long term? And she didn't immediately said, yes, absolutely. She gave a very qualified answer. Yeah, after a very pregnant pause. Indeed. Like, it was seconds. I was kind of going, oh, no, this isn't good. Yeah. Um, but she did give a qualified answer, and he looked distraught, and he? he? looked broken. She was I thought he was going to burst though. out into tears. She didn't slap him down. She kind of said, yes, I see a lot of good qualities in you, but there's areas we need to work on. And she was kind of saying, too, I'm around to bring us through. Yeah, she did say, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to walk away. And yeah. I'm, I'm here to back you in the whole business. Yeah. Um, And, you know, ultimately, she said that she, the qualities that he had were the qualities that she wants in a partner. Mm. So we got a little bit of a smile out of him at the end. So all the yeah. well that ends well with those two, I think. So you think last time you gave them six, I gave them five. I think I should definitely bring my five up to um, seven. I'm going to go eight. Okay. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to go an eight for those two. Yeah. Um, I, I think that they will make the final vows. Probably won't make it outside due to the distance and things and, and mm. their immaturity. and The time's difference. The time's difference, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I just expect them to ask where to change your money in that as well, you know. There has been a hell of a change in Adrian and Matt. This was really bothering you all week. You yeah. know, I mean, you were just, you couldn't fathom where the turnabout happened. No. And what was the catalyst? They were finished last week. They really were. Everything he did was just wrong. She had the ick. Oh, she had the ick big time. And somehow a steak, a steak of all things seemed to solve it. You see, if that was me and I was sitting down to that big steak, I'd actually be gagging. Mm. And I wouldn't be in form for laughing. And I, you know, be stuffing myself and I wouldn't be in form for laughing at all. I just wouldn't think it was funny. When I saw the two of them walking into this little pub in his hometown, it seemed, wasn't it? It was yes. his homestay, yeah? And he sits down and he... Those two plates of food, which made me go, were put in front of them, right? And I was thinking, my God, he's doing the worst possible thing. I can't see how that brought them together. Well, it did. I mean, I think something must have happened, you know, off camera. Here we go again. You know, like it had to have happened off camera. He had a lobotomy or a personality transplant or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not that I think there's anything wrong with personality. I actually don't think he's a nice guy, but he wasn't enough for Adrian. But Linda, can you see any change in him from where he was from last week? Can you see any change in him at all? No. He's exactly the same guy, isn't he? Uh, He he might be a little bit more chatty. 
tiny little bit more talkative, but nothing dramatic, nothing kind of, yeah. you know, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, they do have their problems, so they still have their problems in that he wants children and she doesn't. They have the biggest problem of all, because as the saying goes, you can't have half a child. Well, she's determined she's not going to change her mind. Well, mm. I think at the dinner party then she was kind of saying, oh, well, you know, I might change my mind. It's like as if she wants to ha- hedge her bets. You know, ah, yeah, if it suits her, she wants to be able to change her mind. Hold on, though. What about the surprise of the experts when they discovered this problem? Did they not feckin' realise that when they were matching yeah, them up? Yeah, I was going to say that. Is that not one of the questions that they ask when they're matching them up? Like, Well, I would wonder what kind of a process it is if you don't ask that question. It's kind of fundamental, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what's the point in matching somebody who absolutely wants children with somebody who absolutely doesn't? Like, that's kind of doomed for failure from the get-go. <sighs> Like, you want to be really strong to overcome that. Yeah. And somebody still has to compromise completely. I would like for the, all three of them to pretend, oh, you know, wow, we didn't, didn't see, see that, that one coming. So basically, uh, during the dinner party, Adrian was asked, uh, what would you change about me? Mm. And Matt said, not a single thing. Yeah. Lying through his teeth. Yeah. And she said, you know, when he asked, am I enough for you? And she said, absolutely. <laughs> Again, probably lying through her teeth. Yeah, it's like it was a bit, okay, all right. Although Matt wasn't really lying through his teeth. He was just doing what he always does, cover up the problems, paper over the cracks. He said he wouldn't change a thing right now. And he was very fair and very honest and saying, look, it, if I decide when the time comes that I want to have children and I, and I want to do something about it, then we'll have that discussion. Mm. And then I'll need to make some decisions. So that was fair of him to say that. Mm. It's not a problem now because he doesn't want children now. Sure. And if he wants children in the future and it does become a problem, he'll address it then. Mm. In my experience, uh, if a woman wants a child, she wants a child. Uh, the quality of the man <laughs> generally doesn't change that choice either way. That's just my experience. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, you're probably right. But I do think a little Adrian Matt would be lovely, wouldn't he? I think he'd make nice kids. Yeah, okay, they'd be strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the gym before they could walk. Okay, very low scores last week. Uh, four from you, two from me. Uh, where are we now, Linda? Call us. I think I'm going to go to six. Yeah, I, I'm going to go up even more than you. I'm going to go for my two. I'm going to go seven now. See, I'm, I'm still not sold think, on it. I'm yeah, still not sold. There's still something that could happen between those two. Between then and now? I mean, come on. It's yeah. going to be Final Vows next episode. Well, Adrian is kind of saying, oh, you know, I don't want you to have to compromise. I don't want children and I don't want you to have to compromise. And although Matt's saying all the right things, oh, we don't have to talk about it now. We don't have to deal with it now. We don't want them right now. You know, you could change your mind. Maybe she will turn around and say, look, there's no point in this. We're wasting each other's time. I do not want children. And I know you do. So I'm going to back out. I'm going to bow her gracefully. Time will tell you. Time will tell. I don't know. I, we I, don't have too long to wait. I think there's so little time left. Uh, I'll stick with the seven because I think she will say yes. Okay, fair enough. That's where I am. So what do you think Laura and Arthur will say? Oh, now, well, let's talk about their week so far. Well, hang on, you wouldn't know what the hell Arthur was going to say. No, you wouldn't. You'd probably tell her not to be too serious at the final No forecasting that at all. (laughs) Arthur gave 
um, a masterclass in putting his foot in it, left, right and centre. Although I do feel sometimes he was treated a bit unfairly. It was like Arthur now has the reputation of putting his foot in it. So even when he was genuinely funny, nobody was laughing. I thought there were a couple of times that he was funny. And I thought there was a couple of times that it was unfair that they were asking him to. And I know there was one time Peggy kind of, in case... In case it slipped by Laura, she was making him repeat himself and, you know, clarifying what he just oh, said. God, yeah. You know, and I was kind of thinking, oh, what a bitch. You know, she just wasn't, she wasn't giving him an out at all. Yeah, but he kind of, he did what he did with uh, the two girls, Cam and Lucia. Uh, he he dug his heels in and instead of quitting while you're ahead and shutting your mouth, which occasionally one has to do, including me, he just kept going. To make his point almost. And that's what he did at the dinner party tonight. Yeah, I think he set out to, to prove a point and I think he, he set out to defend himself. You know, he probably felt that he was treated unfairly mm. and badly the last time that they all met. And he was kind of saying, OK, I let that happen before, but I'm not going to let it happen again. Yeah. Oh, he was definitely spoiling for a row that time. But I think he was almost spoiling for a row at the dinner party as well. He just couldn't just sort of lift his hands and say, yeah, do you know what? I'll just keep quiet. This is not going well for me. I'll just try another tack. No, he couldn't back down. He just had to go keep going with the quips. I think, though, it was telling the way he said, you know, I am what I am, basically. And, you know, take it or leave it. I'm not, I can't change my personality. Exactly. I can't well, change my self, sense of humour. So he just given up, I think. I think that was his like, point. That hope. was his point at the dinner party. And that was his point with the time uh, he met the two girls at the homestay. Well, he wishes he could change for Laura. And he did say, you know, you make a lot of compromises when they had the honesty box. Mm. Um, and the question was, you know, Laura asked Arthur, what was the biggest change in me? Yeah. And um, he said, well, you've compromised, compromised a hell of a lot to make the relationship work. I wish I could do the same for you. It that was funny, it wasn't me. it? But his words about Laura were about a compromise, but he really wanted to speak about himself. And he threw that bit in as well. Yeah, he's not going to compromise. And, uh, you know, whatever that he was making an effort to compromise up until now, I think it's gone out the window. It's like, you know, look, I'm not doing this. Take me as I am or don't take me at all. Maybe I'm very naive, but I'm only just thinking now. I reckon they each have a good idea of what those questions are going to be before the box ever comes out. Why? Why did you say that? I just think the answers were fairly rehearsed when now I think of it. You did say that during the episode. You said, oh, that's really rehearsed. That's very rehearsed. Yeah. You know, cover the answers. Yeah. Uh, George's. You said it, George's. That's the first one I you did, said actually, that was yeah. really rehearsed. You went. I did. He I went did. just read that off the back of a matchbox. Yeah. And when actually, I, <laughs> funny enough, I just was simply saying at that time that it was rehearsed. But now I think about it, the questions were known to them all. Yeah, well, I could have kind of written those questions myself. I, I, I kind of knew what questions were going to be asked. Mm. Laura, poor Laura, did seem really deflated. There's no fight left in her. No, because this is somebody at the dinner party who normally takes centre stage because she's normally consoling people and giving advice and being the mother of the group uh, and being very strong. There was no sign of that. There was no need for that, to be honest, but there was no sign of it anyway. There was no sign of that strength there. This is somebody whose light is actually starting to fade. Words I thought I'd never say about Laura. This is not a good match at all. No, it's not. And it's getting worse by the day. And yeah. she, in fairness to Laura, she's really trying. She really does want to make this work. But again, it's trying to make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Arthur is not a good boyfriend and not a good husband. He is simply not emotionally intelligent. 
He's not. And, and Paul did call. That's probably the only, you know, decent thing he said all night. Yeah. He doesn't have the emotional intelligence to keep up with her or to kind of, you know, engage in a meaningful relationship at this point in his life. Yeah. And very cleverly, they put him with somebody who is very strong, but a very much a polar opposite of him and the way that Laura goes on and her Chelsea thing and her the power trip, basically, she's on the whole time. And that distracted us for the last few weeks. Well, I think, I think I, you know, I can understand why they were matched. They say the opposites attract. And some of the things that, that Arthur was lacking, Laura could give him. And then maybe Arthur could bring a bit of reality to Laura's life. I think that's probably what they had in mind. Yeah, but he hasn't taken on board, you know, what's been given to him and what's been shown to no, him. No, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. She just, and, and she did give him a lot of time and a lot of... You know, a lot of leeway that we didn't expect her to give him. Yeah, true. We really didn't she, expect That's what I'm it. saying. She really wants to make it work. At all costs, she wants yeah. to make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose, like, she can walk away knowing that she did her very best. Oh, she's going to dump him at that final vows. I'd be amazed if she doesn't. Oh, wait, I'm the same, yeah. For the first time in this, I'm going to give somebody a zero. I think I'm giving them zero right now. I think I'll give them a one. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, because again, you know, I don't know. Is Laura still kind of just afraid to admit that she's put all of this effort into the last couple of weeks? And now what? what's the alternative to saying yes, just going to walk away with nothing mm-hmm. and a complete okay. and total waste of time? Yeah, I'll just correct myself. I actually gave Ella and Nathaniel zero early on in the series. Oh, OK. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, I think we did. I think we both we'll did. Have to actually. Notes. I think we both did. Now, Peggy and George. Oh, God, Peggy is doing my head in. Actually, they're both doing my head in. I, I can't wait until it's over now and just to get rid of those two and go on your merry way. It's not as if they're going to stay together anyway. It's like, first of all, I can't be with somebody who's gaming and he's making a show of themselves over baguette bars or whatever you call them. Yeah, on, on, baguettes. On, yeah. Baguettes, yeah, on the internet. Yeah. And then she couldn't be with him because she was embarrassed that her friends didn't like him. Yeah. And then she couldn't be with him because she was embarrassed that her sister didn't like him. Yeah. And now she's embarrassed that she can't be with him because her family don't like him. (laughs) And each time she's been saying, oh, you have to change. You have to prove yourself to these people. Oh, you have to prove yourself to these people. Oh, you have to prove yourself to these people. She's like a broken record. Well, hold on. He doesn't prove himself to anybody. Let's be honest. Nobody, none of that group that you mentioned like him. My God, her dad, though, her dad really called him out. Yeah. And he didn't give him an inch. In fairness, he had a point in that the guy is 30 odd years of age and can't seem to have any career. Yeah. And he's had enough of them. Yeah. Tried out enough of them. Yeah. So, you know, the, there was points there. Um, I have a real problem with Peggy at the commitment ceremony because we thought this was the biggest turnaround that she has made in the whole series because she was basically saying, all my life, I put my family first, my family first, and whatever my family believe in, I will believe in. This time I've decided I'm going to put love first and I'm going to put George's first and he's the business and that's it. He's he's front and centre. And within... Until they got to the final dates. Yeah. And she got the best final date by a country fucking mile. Do you think? Well, she did. Yeah, she oh, did. Oh, I thought she looked freezing cold in that carriage driving around. The, the weather is the weather. She got, They could certainly got the most money spent on them. See, I, no, I think Adriana and Matt got the best deal. Mm. Their little hideaway, the little oh, hobbit Oh, yeah, hole. they got to stay over somewhere. We didn't say about yeah, that. Yeah, they had that little hobbit hole with the jacuzzi. Yeah, we kind of liked the look of that, didn't we? Oh, I thought that was gorgeous. I'd love to stay there, hinted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> or someone like, someone okay. like your mother. That 
might be arranged. That might be arranged. But meanwhile, back at the ranch. So Peggy and George, there's not a hope in hell these two are going to make it. You know, I don't. She still doesn't know what to do. So if she still doesn't know what to do at this stage in the last week, Peggy, okay. cut your losses. Do Go. you think it'll be that way? No, I, I think the shock is he's going to dump her. Oh, I'd love to see that happening. I would love to see that happening. You have no idea. But will he have the balls? Possibly. I have a funny feeling that's what will happen. No, I don't think he'll have the balls. I don't. I don't think he'll. No, no, no. He won't do it. You'd be surprised. He won't do it. Because he still hasn't got his whoopies, jubblies. Oh, but then again, he might just say yes, just to. Just to consummate the marriage or something like that. Yeah. Yes. He's not going to. He's not going to have the balls to do that. He won't. Okay. So last time, three from you. A um, much more positive six from me. Um, I'm going to stick with three. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I, I'm dropping down. I'm dropping right down to um, two. Ooh. I'm going to be... Uh, Interesting. Controversial. And I'm going to say that George will say no. I yes. hope you're right, Hugh. Like, I mean, seriously, I, it's not, I don't say that very often. <laughs> It'll be and one on of those occasion, do hope right ones. Right. It'll be the Cam and Lindell from like the Australian one. That would time. literally make the whole season for me if George balls dropped and he says no. Yeah. I just think people would love that one. You know, he sat there at the dinner table at Wendy had a final date and he said, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's okay for your parents not to like me or something. And I was thinking, go on, George. Mm. And then he just kind of backtracked completely. I don't even know what he said about after that because I was so disappointed. I thought he was going to say, no, they don't even know me. How dare they, they, you know, cast aspersions on my my work life, my personality and my ambition and all of this kind of stuff. But But no, he didn't. As a couple, though, they're awful because they've been so one dimensional throughout the whole series. It's been gaming, 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 gaming the whole time. It's been the same meal reheated now for about seven weeks. Yeah, we don't know anything else about them as a couple. They haven't had sex and she doesn't like him gaming and he embarrasses her in front of everybody and he has to prove himself to everybody in the world. And we know nothing about what brings them together. We see no real sort of sense of humour with them. She talks about that, but we never see it. No mutual interests. Uh, Even the question was about the gaming and the priorities. And all of a sudden now he's lying through his teeth and gaming is now last on his priorities. Come on. Yeah, it's a joke. He's as big a liar as she is. Yeah, it's pathetic, pathetic. We do like this programme, don't we? Oh, sometimes. Sometimes. Well, we shall leave our listeners. You are talking to each other, telling each other about the show. Yeah, and talking to us too. Thanks again. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Next Friday, I presume. Yeah, I look forward to that now. That'll be it then. We can have a bit of a break. We might even throw in an extra episode. What do you think? We'll see what happens. Oh God, I'm going to need alcohol for that. I'm looking forward to the reunion. I'm probably looking forward to the reunion more so than I'm looking forward to the weddings. Till whenever you hear from us again, keep watching Maths UK. Laters. Bye for now. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on hindicastreality at gmail.com. Hindicastreality at gmail.com.